This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Love it. Hello, America. A big audience switch and flip comes on. We do our world-famous marriage talk segment. It's an, it's, seriously, it's just... It's amazing how many people come in just for this particular part of our show on Fridays. We just slam on the brakes and just take a moment, just a little, just a wee bit of time to talk about the glory, the holiness, and the sanctity, and steaminess, as I added, of marriage. Right? Having that wonderful cave, that foundation that you can uh, go to at the end of a very long work day, as we do. And to leave, uh, I guess, the greatest gift for your children is a wonderful, strong, God-centered marriage versus the fighting and the screaming and the hate of divorce, which scars so many. Um, And that's why we we promote marriage. Hollywood won't. Hollywood hates traditional marriage and the strength of marriage and the the holiness of marriage. So all their their stupid TV shows show men, uh, the husbands as stupid and their wives as uh, conniving scheming evil women, and that's not what it's like. We know that. My wingman for this op for many, many years is Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He writes our marriage uh, tips, and he's up to 214 today. Mr. Kosick, welcome back to our show. Happy Friday, Sam, and happy five-year anniversary and all that good stuff. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, And and Mr. Kosick and I have been doing this way before we got here. Way before. Is it the other place banned my talking of fidelity and marriage in the short in the beginning? <laughs> talking about marriage. And they said, stop it, but Salem loves it. So here we go. Uh, Mr. Kosser wrote marriage tip 214. Take a number. So when husbands and wives listen together, and hopefully this can help things out. It says, we have 24 hours in the day of which sleep, work, routine chores, activities, meals, and kids will burn up most of that time, leaving only an hour or two a day for your spouse. It's no wonder so many marriages are falling apart when all their spouses here is telling us, take a number, take a number, I'll get to you as soon as I can. Getting rid of the take a number dispenser in your marriage is pretty simple. One, be honest about what is really important. Time with your wife and kids. Two, learn to say no to requests. Sometimes not now is also appropriate. Robert Kosick, marriage coach, church deacon, and marriage author, take it away. Uh, sometimes we just have to get back to the basics, and in today's day and age, and we, we bring this up a lot, on just how busy people are and schedules are, and uh, it's, we, we, almost, we almost use it as a badge of um, uh, bragging, if you will, because we talk about all the different things on our plate and how busy we are, and it's, it's, it's always the same thing, and I'm right, guilty right. of that too sometimes. So unfortunately, though, when we get pulled, the people that suffer the most are the ones that are closest to us, and that would be our kids and then even worse, uh, our spouses. And when more time is on being pulled of us, more requirements than what we actually have in our day to give, uh, not only does the spouse lose out, but sleep loses out, and then it's just a snowball from there. So I thought today we would just take a slow down things a little bit and take a look at the basics and say, you know what, if that's the way your life is, we need to flip that priority list because it is upside down and backwards and no one's benefiting from it at all. Sure. So I yeah, so I thought I'd put a couple of really simple things. It's not that difficult. And the very first thing is is in the priority area. You need to put your wife and your husband and your kids first. So faith 
uh, family and then friends, and then everybody else fights for fourth. You know, we've talked about that before. And I just don't think people see that because they feel the requirement to give all their time to work and the requirement to get the organizations. And I can't tell you how many people will say that, gosh, that organization is just sucking the life out of me. And I'm like, well, why do they always call you? And I'm like, because I always say yes. And I said, well, I think that might be the problem. <laughs> You need to sometimes say no as well, which is the part part number two, or just not now. I just don't have time to do it right now. So, you know, so a couple people, simple things. And so many people, like, like they feel like when they're asked, oh, it's it's important. i got to do it. I'm flattered that people are asking for my help or advice, right? I'm flattered. Yep. Guess what? Your wife or your husband is the very first thing on your list. That's of most important. Then the kids, right, because, you, you know, you made the kids. You, as uh, my friend Coach Kim Helton used to say, the love coach at the University of Houston, I chose my wife. We made our children. <laughs> and I'm like, there yeah, you I go. Like that. But just say no. <laughs> it's not, not the drugs. Just say no to people pulling you in different directions. Yeah, and, and it's difficult, and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll attest to that. It's difficult, and I get calls from couples sometimes, and I'll be in the middle of a family time or something, or I'll get a text from them, and they'll be like, do you have time to talk? Almost always my first response is, is this an emergency? If it is, okay, we'll work at a time where I can talk to you. If it's not, well, let's schedule a time later when we can talk about whatever it is that you need to talk about. Right. And most times, almost every time, we're like, no, it's not an emergency. I'm just, we're just working through something. It could wait an hour, two hours, or a day. And sometimes by then, it worked itself out anyway, and you didn't have to allocate time to it, And which is what you want. You want people to work on stuff themselves instead of always leaning on you to do it. But you can always say not now, maybe later. And, and it's not bad, although we do feel guilty about that because we want to help everybody. Right. But I can tell you there was a time when I was starting all of this marriage stuff where I was going to need marriage counseling myself because my wife was like, I wish you would just devote as much time to us as you did to everybody else. And, man, that stuff yeah. <laughs> really yeah. did, but she was right, and yeah. I didn't realize it, and I thanked her for pointing it out to me. It's like they say the shoemaker's children has the worst shoes. Absolutely. When you're helping others, sometimes you forget to do what's in your own backyard. Our world famous, you're listening to the world famous marriage talk segment, in which we love to talk about the glory and the holiness and sanctity and steaminess of marriage with Robert Kosick, my wingman, author and marriage uh, coach and church deacon and stuff. The other thing is, it's, you say, you say, take a number, we have 24 hours in a day. There's sleep, work, routine, activities, kids, you know, all the others. And then I, and I've said this a thousand times when husbands and wives finally get together, both knuckleheads are looking at their phones. No, oh, gosh. Yeah. We have our Saturday morning date, Princess and I. Uh, first of all, the phone. Sometimes it's on the table. Usually it's on the chair. And you see these the husbands and wives, and they're both looking at their phones. I'm like, look at your wife, you goof. Put down <laughs> that stupid phone. God. I know. I know. I saw a statistic, and I think they said, on average, a husband and wife spend something like four minutes or on the high end, ten minutes a day actually talking to each other. And then, and then the time that you have the opportunity to do it, you're going to look at a phone? <laughs> Come on. Like, Let me look at the social media. Shut up. You've got a wife in front of you. Flirt with your wife. Talk to your wife. Catch up with your wife. Support your wife. Help oh, your gosh. wife. Oh. You know, God forbid you miss somebody's really fancy burger that they're eating, and, uh, you know, your whole life would be upside down. But <laughs> That's right. I, that's right. Uh, I know, but I guess if you really, if you're dealing with all the time management thing, I guess if you continue to blow your spouse off, you're, you're going to have a lot more time on your hands because your wife and family won't be in it anymore. Amen <laughs> so. to that. Amen to that. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, listen, coast to coast. This, it's all posted, by the way, on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. I'm staring right at it. Um, the next part of it is called the Hot and Heavy Marriage Tip. Uh, proactive versus reactive, Mr. Kosick. There are two ways... To approach intimacy, be productive or reactive. When being pro proactive, 
I'm sorry, be proactive or reactive. I'm sorry, be proactive or reactive. When being proactive, you lead and inspire your spouse to follow. When being reactive, you follow and respond to your spouse's lead to improve intimacy in marriage. Understanding your spouse's proactive, reactive preference is very important. As a bonus, switching roles every now and then will add a new level of excitement to your time together. Hmm. <laughs> so, so I so I had a friend I had a friend of mine ask me one time. He says, "When you send in the tips to Sam, do you give him a little bit of a script of what you're talking about, and so he knows what kind of where you're going with that?" And I said, "No, that would kind of ruin the whole segment if I kind of told him." So I love throwing them in there, and people need to understand we work through this together. When I throw them out there, so sometimes it's it's new to you, and when you look through it. But this one here is one of those ones. It's it's a, we try to code them a little bit. Now maybe maybe we're better at it sometimes than others. But in this case, there, there's very rarely a guy who wouldn't want his wife to lead every once in a while. Hoorah. But yeah, but generally speaking, you know, just normal, being very general in this comment is it's the guy's role to initiate intimacy. That, that's usually how it works. There are some exceptions to that, but in general, that's usually the way it works. And the wife is usually more on the reactive side where she responds to the husband initiating. Uh, but... I just want people to understand that if, that if you're a person who really, really is a reactive person and you're just a follower and you're expecting your spouse to always initiate, you're probably both going to be sitting there twiddling your thumbs for a while because neither one of you is going to initiate. And if you both are initiators, well, then who rotted of that? But, but, but if you don't understand which the preferences of each person, it could make things a little awkward. So if you talk about it and say, well, hon, do you like me to initiate or do you like to initiate? And Or do you like to just put a little bit of spark there and have me fan the spark? Whatever it is, it'll make this time so much more smoother, so much more intense, so much more enjoyable. And as a bonus I have in there, flipping roles once in a while really will ignite the fire. Amen to that. So. Amen to that. Now, once again, Hollywood, why are you afraid of this content? Right? Oh, and most yeah. radio stations and program directors and general managers, why are you afraid of two guys having a talk about what's the strength of marriage, right? The, the Judeo-Christian fabric of our great nation of a man and a woman coming together, right? A family forming. The, 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 the husband leaving his family and the wife leaving her family, and they create a family, two candles to one, and all the other metaphors. I never understood, yeah. Mr. Kosick, why is it such, uh, it makes so few uneasy well, I can tell you uh, in the Bible it says that uh, we argue and fight and stuff because we want and we don't get, and it's a very self-centered, prideful kind of issue. And when it comes to particularly the intimacy side of it, I think a lot of people in Hollywood don't know how to communicate, and they ought to just listen to what we're talking about, don't know how to talk about this issue, and so they don't get what they want, and they go look for it somewhere else. And if they promoted what we're talking about, they would then have to face up and say, well, you know, I can't be doing what I'm doing. It's wrong. And so I think if they keep slapping it down and running around and having affairs and dropping your pants anytime you want to, well, then everything's okay if everyone else is doing it. Exactly. So I think that's why they don't promote it. And uh, you know, I'm still waiting for my phone to ring from Hollywood, which I, hasn't happened yet, and I don't think it will. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think it's a wonderful thing. And the, the thing that people miss and what we try to highlight in here, it is such an amazing thing when it's done right. Yeah. And when it's not done right, and that's what everybody focuses on. I said, so I think we need to encourage people to step up and tell people how wonderful it is so that they know there is a good side to all of this. True that, true that. So. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and you'll see Marriage Tip. Written by Mr. Kosick, Mayor Tip number 214. Gosh, that's huge. 
as we get a chance every Friday, just just during this break, to talk about the glory and the holiness, sanctity, and steaminess of marriage. Robert Kosick, honorthevow.com. Have a blessed and fabulous and rock and roll weekend. You too, Sam, and we'll talk to you in a week. You got it. Oh, the old Bobby Darren hit somewhere. Right, this is this Dina Martin? Yes, sir, it is. Take it, Dina, back in a second, AM 1070, the Just as before.